Hi, and welcome to the Becca's Teacherpreneur Academy podcast. This podcast is a place for teacherpreneurs to come and get insight, ideas, inspiration, and lots of practical advice. My name is Becca, and my goal is to make your life a little bit easier by taking some of the stress out of being a teacherpreneur. So we have very specific practical advice that you can take and implement today to start seeing more results in your business. So if you're interested in that, then grab a cup of coffee and let's get to it. Hi everyone, my name is Becca. I run the Teachers Pay Teachers store at Becca's Music Room and today we're gonna be talking about how much money exactly I earned from TPT in the year 2020. Now, before we hop in, I do want to give you a couple of stats so you know kind of like where I'm at so you just have a better gauge of what's going on. My shop is Becca's Music Room, so I sell elementary music products. I have about 360 now, I think is about where I am. I have been on for a full two years and then like a little bit after that. And I also blogged for a whole year before I started my shop. So like my business has been out a little bit longer than my store. So I hope that gives you a little bit of an idea of where I am so you can compare that to how much money I have made it this past year. TPT is very interesting in that there is a wide variety of how much people make. So some people make a lot more than I I do and some people make a lot less than I do and there's just kind of like a wide range but knowing how many products and how long I've been on kind of gives you like a little bit of a bar to figure out kind of like where my income comes in. Now, before we get started, I do want to give you a couple of disclaimers. So number one, like I said, I have been on TPT for two years. So if you are like brand new, especially, then you are probably not going to make this much money. I would highly recommend that you go and check out my income report from the very first six months that I was on Teachers Pay Teachers. I go through and tell you exactly what I learned, exactly what I did and all of that. And that is just very realistic for people who are getting started because again, I'm no longer getting started. I've been on for two years. Number two is that, like I mentioned, um, everyone makes very different amounts of money. So some people make way more than I, way more than I do. And some people make a lot less. Both of those are fine, but just know that there's a wide range of money on TBT. And the third thing I want to say is that I don't actually get to like take all this money home. Like I don't spend it all on Starbucks. I, this is how much money like my business is bringing in. And then I only pay myself a portion of that. I have a video all about how I split up my income into what I'm saving for taxes and what I put in the business and how much I pay myself. So I will link that down below as well as all of my other income reports and lessons learned and all those things. So if you are ready, then let's hop right on. So I will go through each month of 2020. I did a full income report for the first six months. So I'm not going to go super in depth for those, but for like the second six months, I'll talk a little bit more about like what happened and why some of the numbers look like that. So for January 2020, I made $1,667.56. I thought that was pretty good. It was a good bit higher than I made in December, which means I'm expecting to make a little bit more in January than I made in December this year as well. And I was quite happy with that. In February, I made $1,733.69. So very, very close, about $100 more than in January. And in March, I was so excited for my first month to hit $2,000. And then COVID hit. And my shop was not ready for digital learning and my people were not ready for digital learning and it was just a mess. So in March, we actually went to $962.80. 
I must say I am very proud that I almost got to a thousand because it was very bad there. I mean, there were a lot of days of like literally no sales at all, um, which was very, very stressful. Cause again, I was like trying to hit 2000 and I was like, not even gonna make a couple hundred. But I managed to make quite a few digital resources and just kind of like pull through for my community and audience and get them some stuff they needed. So I did get to 962. In April, I made $1,175.04, which again was good because I was trying to build up my shop and all my digital resources and all of that. And then in May, $1,093.42. Now over this summer, I never expect to make really any money when I do like my calculations for how much I would like to make. I literally leave June and July blank because life. Um, and so for June, I made $369.05, which I thought was pretty good. The year before I made about 200. And then in July, $449.69. In July, I did launch a pretty large product line that included a lot of digital stuff. And so that actually did quite well, which I was very happy about getting again, that $400 and the year before I made about 200 for the next few months, because I didn't talk about them in the other video, I will go a little more in depth about like things that I was doing in each of these months and all of that. So in August, I was gearing up ready to finally hit that 2000 that I wanted to hit in March. And I managed to make I'm still in shock. I managed to make $2,879.48 in August. Now in August, there's obviously a lot more teachers who are on Teachers Pay Teachers. And also there is a TPT site-wide sale, which is a big one. I think I also hit my like one day um, sales record in August as well. So that did very, very well and was very helpful, especially with that sale. Then in September, we had the very best month that I have ever, ever, ever had, and it was very exciting. So my goal was to hit 3000 in September, and I ended up at $3,865.78, which is very, very, very exciting. Yeah, like almost at 4000 Crazy, crazy. It still blows my mind, and this was like a couple months ago. Um, so in September, there is a TBT bonus sale. So there was like a one day sale that happened. And then also just there's so many more people going back to school and getting ready for the year. So in September, I sold a lot of bundles, a lot of digital resources, which still most of my products that are being sold are digital some printable, but especially at the beginning of this year, there was a lot of digital going on and it's just a lot of beginning of the year stuff. And a lot of people I find at the beginning of the school year are willing to invest more money because they're thinking, you know, like long term. So they're buying a lot of bundles. Then in October, um, it did go down, but it was still a pretty good number. So I'm happy with it. In October, I made $2,836.11. Um, in October, I'm trying to think through like all the things that I can remember. In October, I remember I had quite a few like Halloween-ish activities that sold. So I had a lot of like monster rhythm cards and candy themed activities that sold pretty well in October. And then I did have a sale for my birthday because my birthday is in October. I don't make nearly as much in sales on my own as I do in like the TPG sideways sales, but you know, every little bit helps. And so that was exciting. And then in November, I made $2,402.13. There is always a Cyber Monday sale for Teachers Pay Teachers. And this year, Cyber Monday 
was on in November and Cyber Tuesday and then Tuesday, which was the second day of the sale was in December, which was kind of odd. So we got like half and half. So 2,400, I was quite happy with that, especially getting that um, one day of the TPT sale. And because I didn't have very many um, November seasonal things, like I didn't have that much that was Thanksgiving that could be used online and stuff like that. Like we were kind of in transition in November, I feel like. And then for the last month of 2020 in December, I made it $2,000 and 20, no, sorry, $2,021.95, which I was happy with. I just wanted to stay over 2000. Uh, in December, obviously you saw it did go down. It did go down a little bit, which I'm okay with. Um, and I did have one day of the TPT site-wide sale. So that helps in December. Um, for December, I typically find that most of the things that are, that's not even true, almost everything that I sell in December is holiday themed. So a lot of people have told me like, oh, I'm not selling anything in December. And I think that might be why. So if you aren't selling much in December, um, see if you can make some either winter or like holiday resources because those do, I, that's literally all that sells in my store in December. And in the Cyber Monday sale, pretty much everything that sells is like my, again, my holiday resources. In that month, I did really well with a Hanukkah resource that sold a lot. And then I have a resource for the 12 days of Christmas that sold really, really well. Those were like my top two. So that's every month of the year. I will say that I have found it to be pretty consistent that like August is high, September is higher, goes down in October, down in November, down in December. And then typically it goes up in January, at least for my store. That's kind of the trend that I have seen. It's hard because it hasn't been that long. So I can't see like really good trends over the years, but it's been long enough that I can kind of see similarities. Um, I'm interested to see what happens this spring when we don't have um, the school shutting down in the middle of March and how that kind of like affects everything. But I will say I find it like August, September, October, November, December. So for the year of 2020, my shop ended up making $21,459.90, which as I mentioned, my goal was 20,000. I didn't know if I was gonna hit that because the previous year, actually here, I'll give you the real number. In 2019, I made $7,857.61. So in um, 2019, I made not even 8,000. And so my goal was like over twice as much as I had made. And so yeah, in 2020, I made $21,459.90. Uh, so I was very excited about that, as you can guess. I hit, actually, I remember I hit 20,000 on December 1st because it was one of the TBT site web sales days. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, everything I make in December is now extra because like I already had hit my goal for the euros. Hi friends, so we've had a bit of a costume change. I filmed everything yesterday and wrapped the video up and I was like, all right, cool, we're done. And then today, um, it's the next day now, I was in my car and I started thinking, you know, I feel like I kind of left it and I wanted to talk a little bit more. So I already told you like exactly how much money I made and kind of what was going on throughout those months. But I wanted to give you an idea of things that I did over this whole year that really helped me to hit that next revenue goal. I heard today on a video, um, one of Pat Flynn's live stream videos that he was talking about things to do this year. And one of the things he said was, what got you here is not what's gonna get you there. 
So the whole point being, if you keep doing the same thing, then your business isn't gonna continue to grow, it's just gonna kind of stay the same, or it'll grow at kind of the same rate. So like if I continue to do the same thing on YouTube, then my YouTube should grow at about the same rate. If I am more strategic with my YouTube, then it should grow at a higher rate, stuff like that. So I wanted to just briefly talk through a couple of strategies that I employed this year that I feel really made a difference in my personal business. Of course, again, totally different to totally different businesses, but a couple of things that I really leaned in on this year that really helped me to hit that income goal. Number one is I definitely adapted to the current needs. So in March, when we went virtual, it was kind of this like, I don't know what to do. And especially at the end of the year, a lot of people asked me like, should we keep making digital stuff? And I was like, I don't know, because I wasn't sure if people were going to continue to want virtual stuff or not. And I ended up deciding that from here on out, I'm doing kind of like a mixture. So for each of my products, I make kind of a digital version and then a similar printable version. But I really adapted to the needs of my audience and made a lot of digital things because that's what they were asking me for. That's what they were telling me they needed. The second thing is right along with that. And and that's that I really focused on serving my audience. I have gotten so many thank you. Sorry, my dog is making all the noises. I've gotten so many thank you messages this year from me just sending out emails with ideas and blog posts and YouTube videos and just all these different things that to me aren't like that big of a deal, but people have really been appreciating all of the free content that I have been providing. And I am very generous with my free content. I and I am very generous with my free content. You know, I have a blog post that goes up every week. I send a few emails every week and not many of them are salesy. I have, you know, videos that go up and I do like a live stream every week where I talk about different lesson ideas that I've had. And so many people have said thing those things are so helpful. And so that has established me as like people want to see my content, they want to follow me, they want to be on email list because I've been so generous with my free content and just really listening to them and adapting and saying like, hey, what do you need? Let me help you. I wanna be the one that you can come to and ask questions to, that's two. Number three is that my email list grew a ton specifically by focusing on a specific resource. So I have a free resource library on my blog. It has been my email strategy since the beginning where I have just, you know, little things that would be, you know, similar to products on TPT. So I've always had this resource library where I have lots of little products. And when you join my email list, you get the password and you can get all the products. I still have that. However, this year I have really focused on two lead magnets. Lead magnets are the things you give people in exchange for their email addresses. One of them is for people teaching virtually and one of them is for people teaching in person but who need to be six feet away. Both of them are very extensive. They're like pages and pages of ideas and both of them are really, really, really helpful. So those have brought me so many leads because I have been able to say, hey, here is this one specific thing. Oh, and by the way, you also get access to all the other stuff. But here's this one specific thing you really, really need. Now, in the future, I've already kind of thought, like, I don't know what I can do that could be that helpful um, because these are, like, really good, you know, like, six and seven pages and stuff like that. But 
in the future that's kind of the strategy I want to take is like what is something really good that a lot of people would need and a lot of people would find helpful so that I can really focus on that so that is number three number four is one that will not shock you at all and that is that I have focused the heck on product lines so instead of making one product just like a one-off here a one-off there which is what I used to do you know I'd be like oh we're doing this activity y'all I have like level two pumpkin rhythm cards not level one no level three just level two because the level two is what I needed in my classroom and then I was like oh well I'll make the rest and then I never made the rest and so that's what I mean by like random one-off things that's what I had been doing and so this year I really focused on like how can I create cohesive products that people will want to buy multiples of so I made a lot of product lines even little things so I feel like people get scared when I say product lines product lines just mean a group of products that go together so either the same activity for different concepts or the same concept with different activities so for example I actually just sent this morning I actually just sent yesterday to my email list a email talking about my instruments of the orchestra google slides if you are familiar with orchestral music there are four different families of instruments of the orchestra percussion brass woodwind and strings so I have a google slides product for percussion brass woodwind and strings so it's just four like it's not a ton it's not a humongous thing but each of them are very similar in style they are meant to go together and then they are bundled and then I also actually did like videos that go along with it so you can buy the videos and the things my idea being like that could literally get you through a month or two if you're really strategic about it um and so that kind of thing has really helped because then instead of being like oh well here's this one fun activity you're like oh cool I can teach all of the instruments the orchestra check for January like we're done um so that is one thing that's been really great I've had it kind of different versions of product lines so some have been really really huge I had one at the end of July that was like really big it was google forms and google slides and other google slides and principles and like all these different things and then I have other ones that are just a couple of products and both of them sell well both of them are really helpful I'm really glad I did both but the idea being that I really focused on product lines and that's something I'm keeping into the next year even like in my um strategies list for like what I'm going to do this year it says like one product line a month so instead of saying like oh I'm gonna make five products I was like I'll make one product line that could be two that could be seven like it just depends on what the product line is but the idea is that I'm being really intentional about those cohesive activities where like it all goes together so those are a couple of things that I really honed in on this year that made a huge difference in my TPT store and my revenue and things like that. So those are a couple of things that have really made a difference in my TPT store and in my revenue in the year of 2020. I wanted to share those so that it wasn't just like, oh, here's some stuff. You actually have like some steps that you can now go off of and watch. So I hope you found this helpful. I would love to know two things in the comments. Number one is what are your good months and your bad months on TPT? Like what are your highest selling months and your lowest selling months? You don't have to tell me numbers because I recognize that I am one of the very few who's like, let me tell you how much money I made. Um, but do tell me like your highest month and your lowest month so that I can kind of gauge and see like, are we all the same or are they different? And then number two, I would love to know what you focused on last year that you think really made a difference in your business. So like, did you focus on Instagram? Did you focus on YouTube? Did you start a blog? Did you create a new product line like what did you do that really helped to make your business what it is 
now. I'm very curious. Thank you so much for watching. Again, remember that I never say any of this to be like, hey, look how much money I made because seriously, friends, there are so many people that make so much more money than I do. But I can just share it so that you have some kind of idea of what is possible and what is out there so that you are not like I was when I started and I was like, cool, I made $7. Does that mean I'm only ever gonna make $7? I don't know. I have no idea, but I want you to know kind of what is possible. Thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button because I do these like every six months. So I will see you guys next time. Bye.